This um, ugh, this new year has already been incredibly intense and massively transformative. Oh, and um, yeah, recently had a, a a fairly traumatic experience. Um, that I'm not going to talk about right now. I will in time. I'm still processing it. And it's just, man, life, life is a trip. It is just full on all day, every day. And I hope that wherever you are that you're listening to this from right now, that you're in a place of peace, both physically as well as mentally and as well as, you know, emotionally also. Um There's there's a lot there's 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 a lot I want to say right now but there's a lot that I won't say right now because um like I said I'm still processing and if you're wondering why you haven't heard the traditional song intro it's because this isn't actually the episode this is just the prequel to the episode the episode is entitled the Pro- entitled the problem with Shiva it's a very personal episode for me and it, it will come on after you hear the theme song. And um, yeah, this is just the prequel. Um, and this is just me saying, look, you know, we've all got our issues we're working on. And we've all got our triggers. And, you know, basically, if you're not working on making yourself a better person you should just kill yourself and i i don't mean like okay look don't go kill yourself all right like that's not what i'm saying killing yourself is actually probably the worst sin it's like the worst thing you could ever possibly do like for real um i'm just saying you know the path to self-improvement and betterment is freaking important Oh, and um, by the way, I think I might have the Rona, the big K Rona um, virus. Yeah, lost. I uh, woke up today, lost all um, all uh, sense of taste and smell. All sense of taste and smell lost. Not really the most pleasant, and I don't really have an appetite. And I'm checking myself into. I can tell you now because. <sighs> because you're going to be hearing this. Wait, no, I can't tell you. I can't tell you now because this episode comes out. Okay. All right, be careful what I say. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving where I'm at and I'm going to a secret retreat on in an undisclosed country to go through a massive detox cleansing healing process that is going to take at least several weeks and i'm not returning to society and i'm not contacting my friends and i'm not even gonna go online until i fix myself and that's not even to say that i'm broken it's just and look i'm probably a lot farther down the path of you know uh self-improvement than a lot of people um, but that's not really saying much. I mean, most people out there, including probably yourself, so take a good look at yourself, um, have got a ton of issues that you need to work on. And admitting you have issues is a good first step, but then you actually got to work on them. And that is not easy, folks. 
Not easy. Issues are freaking serious stuff that are difficult to work on. So, um, yeah, I'm freaking exhausted and I'm just going to be, uh, you know, going to this place, um, that's pretty far away from where I am right now. Um, I might be taking a plane. I might be taking a boat. I'm not saying because I don't want my location to be discovered while I'm there, uh, for reasons that I'm not going to get into right now, but let's just say that. Let's just say that, hello? Hello? Sounds like there's someone outside my door. Probably is, there's always like a bunch of kind of worker people. Let's take a little look. There's always like a bunch of kind of like worker people just milling about. Oh, they're nice. They came to light them in a little mosquito coil. How considerate. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't even want to say where I am right now. I'm. I'm way far away from most of the civilization right now. I just got out of a four-day uh, self-imposed uh, solitary exile of silence, uh, no phones, no electronic devices, um, you know, and that four days was a good start. It was the tip of the iceberg. Made me realize how much more of this freaking iceberg I have to, to melt. So I'm going in a couple days is cool, but now I'm doing a couple of weeks. I mean, a few days is cool. Now I'm doing a few weeks, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go and I'm not, I'm not coming back out. I'm not coming back out. Not going to do it until I'm a better person. Fuck that. I'm 40 years old, and I'm not getting any younger, and it's time to grow up and get it together. So that's what I'm going to do, and that's sort of what this episode that you're about to hear is about. Um, it's about, it's emotional, all right? I was going through a lot of stuff, still am, uh, and it's probably the most rawest y'all will ever hear me. Um, I listened to it, so there's no there's no descriptive details that's going to give anybody or anything away. So I think we're good. I think it could be broadcast. I think the public can hear it. Uh, I know there's a lot of people listening out there, and um, yeah, <laughs> just uh, yeah, wherever you are, you know, say a prayer. Say a prayer for me, please. Say a prayer for me, please. Just take a moment. I'm gonna say a prayer for you too. Here, let's just take a moment. I'm gonna say a prayer for you. You say a prayer for me. Ready? Let's just let's just take a deep breath, and just just pray for each other here. Oh, <sighs> okay. Um, that should about do it. Listen, I'll I'll see you all. I'll see you on the on the other side, right? There's not going to be an outro to this episode, by the way. Um, I'm just gonna it's just gonna do the outro theme song, and then, you know, we're gonna be offline for a few weeks. So if you don't hear any episodes, well, I guess um, I guess uh, check back in in February. We'll be we'll, you know, God willing, inshallah, we will be back online in February. Um, if I can get myself 
get myself together. You know, I want to be an exemplary human being. I want to be the best possible person I can be. And that's going to require some real, real deep, 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 deep healing. Um, and so that's going to be my process. And if you have a process to go to, also, look at reach out to me. Obviously, you can message me on my little um, podcast Instagram account that nobody follows. None of you guys are freaking following it. Not to call you all out, but I know how many listens, listeners I have. And I know which countries you are listening from. I know the analytics. I know I have a lot of listeners and only like a few people actually follow on Instagram. Don't be shy. At Real Talk Story, R-E-A-L-T-A-L-K-S-T-O-R-Y, all right? Just just follow that account and send me a DM if you have some issues you want me to help you work through, okay? I'm going to be coming out a changed man, and I'll be able to help you with your issues. So, yeah, and don't be embarrassed, all right? We've all got our issues that, that we're, we're working on. So, you know, let's, let's work on those issues uh, together or alone you know, whatever it takes me, I'm going to be dealing with a bunch of like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing, I'm dealing with like on a pretty high level, um, program, um, in a country that I'm not going to say, but anyways, that's it. Um, yeah, I just want to update you. Um, and, uh, without further ado, let's, uh, let's play the intro song and, uh, start the episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen. not a passive God creator and destroyer of entire personal universes Shiva is not to be underestimated nor disregarded nor taken lightly A lot of my ex-lovers, a lot of my ex-lovers, probably 100% of all my true ex-lovers were girls, women's, from extremely powerful, wealthy, intense families. I don't wanna say specifics, because a lot of these women are from families that in the country that they come from are very well respected and at the top of the pyramid so too many details would give their identity away that being said what I will say is these women came with their share of problems and they were attracted to me for a variety of reasons, not the least of which 
is my constructive and deconstructive powers. I have Shiva's Tritons tattooed on my forearms. They're right there. If you know who I am in person or you ever meet me in real life, you'll you'll know you'll know what I'm talking about because you'll see the Tritons. And several of my ex-girlfriends call me their Shiva man. Oh, me amor, you're you are my Shiva man. <clears throat> Long before I even had the tattoos. And I didn't always know what it meant. And now at 40 years of age, alone, internally tormented, on the top of a mountain in Indonesia, I'm finally beginning to understand at least a little bit of what they're saying and the responsibility that comes with being this, that I am. And I want to heal. I want to heal not just for myself. And not just for every woman I was every ever with. But also for every person on this planet. And for the planet itself. I know I have the power to, to both destroy and create life. And I'm tired of being destructive. I'm tired of ruining relationships with these women now these women had their own share of issues too i mean come on let's be honest we all do okay so i'm not gonna sit here and say that these were little angel-faced innocent sweet cakes because they weren't i've never dated a angel-faced innocent sweet cake i am attracted to that dark powerful amazing energy that is so often found in women that are my are my counterweight unfortunately these women can be destructive in their own right these women have scars and anger and violent tendencies that they've gotten from the families they were raised in the things they saw And for some reason, I'm attracted to that. Because <clears throat> I see past those scars. I see, I see past that anger. I see past that aggression. And what I see when I look past all that negativity and that, that angry storm that exists just outside their castle walls, I see a beautiful girl who is hurt and scared and has the most amazing heart and the most wonderful soul and who just needs a place that she can feel truly safe and fully accepted that she can call home. And many of these women thought they found that in me. And they felt safe and they felt understood. And I betrayed every single one of them. Every single one of them. 
when I say betrayed, I don't mean I did anything overtly, horribly wrong, right? I didn't, you know, do any criminal acts. I didn't break any laws. I didn't steal from them. It's not that. It's that I did things. Let's just say I did things to betray their trust. And the most recent situation is I thought I was healed. I thought I'd gone through this process of healing, reconciliation, and reflection. And I thought I was finally, you know, more of the constructive side of Shiva than the destructive side. I thought I was finally in a position to be able to hold space for these women, for these, for these, these women you know, with their own personal issues so that they could have a platform and they could have a foundation to explore themselves and where they could feel safe. <clears throat> and um, I knew my triggers and I knew my boundaries and I knew what to do and what not to do. And um, most recently on Christmas, I was triggered. Started with alcohol. It led to sex. Um, And because I was intoxicated and because sex happened, that led to me feeling uncomfortable and me abandoning the woman I was with. And in essence, it was every single other sexual relationship I've ever had with every partner I was ever with, all compacted and condensed into one powerful 24-hour experience. It was... I met the woman, we both had an undeniable attraction to each other, I tried to have, you know, one of us tried to have boundaries, I won't say, you know, it was, I tried to have boundaries, sometimes it's the the other person that tries to have the boundaries, anyways, in this case, I tried to have boundaries, the boundaries were broken at some point in the evening, Um, I gave her what I thought she wanted, she wanted more. I felt in a way violated or that my lines had been crossed. I felt insecure. I felt sick. I felt anxious. And I felt like I wanted to flee. So I fled and I abandoned this woman. And the woman I abandoned was, is, most likely will be also in the future a very, very powerful woman, very powerful person in in, in many ways. She's creative. She's artistic. You know, she's, she's amazing. And at the same time, she's also very destructive and, and, and mean and aggressive and angry. And it was the same pattern. 
same freaking pattern. A beautiful, powerful woman is attracted to me. Things happen, whether it's over the course of one day or one month or one year. And I run away. I run away. I run away like I always have. I run away like I ran away from my mother. And that I ran away from every single woman after that. And if you know the story of Shiva, you know what I'm speaking of. If you don't know the story of Shiva, you could, uh, you know, maybe do some research on that. And yeah, so now I'm essentially in a sort of self-imposed exile. Basically, after this incident on Christmas, I I had already felt kind of bad um, because I had drawn the lines with this person. Basically, I had said, hey, listen, last night was crazy. You know, I don't usually drink. We were drinking a lot of wine. Things happened, and it's okay. I think you're a good person, but we can't share a bed together. And she flipped out because that was the second time I abandoned her. Because earlier in the morning, she wanted to sleep with me again. She was, you know, grabbing on my lingam. On my mighty Shiga lingam. And I, I, I freaked out. And I jumped out of bed and I went next door to the other villa where I found my other dear friend who comforted me. My other dear friend is incredible. She's incredible incredible person she's very powerful in her own right she's uh you know a fair, fairly big celebrity i mean you know top one percent of the world and she's found meditation and she's found inner peace in a way and when i went next door she said hey did my friend take advantage of you she actually said it in a much worse way than that but i'm just trying to be relatively pc here and i said yeah yeah um I'm not going to say your friend took advantage of me. I'm a grown-up. I'm a grown man. I make my own decisions. I'm responsible for my own actions as well as, to a lesser extent, the actions of those around me. So, I'm not going to say that she, you know, took advantage of me. Again, I'm sugarcoating the term that my friend used because she used a much harsher word. However, my friend is telepathic. She's psychic. And she knew something was wrong. And she knew this person had violated me and crossed my boundaries because the person had a pattern of it. And she said, hey, sit down, relax, let's meditate. So she invited me to sit on her bed with her. Completely non-sexual way. And there we meditated. We meditated. Meditated on... I am not my body, I am not even my mind. I am not my body, I am not even my mind. I am not my body, I am not even my mind. And we did that for about 20 minutes and I felt such a stark and impressionable contrast between 
the one woman who I had fled and her sexual aggressions and her unresolved issues and her powers of the dark side in comparing her to the woman whose bed I was sitting in and meditating and how the woman whose bed I was sitting in and meditating, I felt safe and I felt at peace and I felt comfortable and accepted as I was. Like this person didn't want anything from me. They didn't want to control my lingam or, you know, show me off. They just wanted, they didn't even have any wants. They were just meditating and inviting me to join. <clears throat> just as I finally began to settle again and relax, the other woman stormed in the room, saw me sitting on the bed meditating, freaked out, and that spiraled out of control, spiraled out of control into this person threatening my life, this person threatening my liberty, this person threatening my health and well-being, and, you know, basically uh, threatening me through a mutual friend um, with things that she is most likely capable of doing. I said, very, very, very powerful family, extremely powerful, can do almost anything. Now, <clears throat> those that know me know that I have no fear. So I wasn't scared. I didn't want to flee. I didn't have these feelings of fear. Okay, so I didn't have these feelings of fear or, um, you know, terror or um, what you'd say. you know, rage, those sort of things. But the dark feelings that I had, the destructive feelings that I had were more shame, were more sort of anxiety, a tightening in my stomach that came from a feeling of regret. Came from a feeling of I was not man enough. I was not man enough to be steady, to hold space, to not abandon this woman, to not act selfishly, to be able to be there and be present for her, regardless of the context. And that I wasn't ready, and that I had been triggered, and I had once again fallen into this pattern, this pattern of attraction, creation, connection, and abandonment. And that I had left her alone in her most vulnerable state after she had opened herself up completely to me. And I didn't want to face, I didn't want to face 
any of our mutual friends. I didn't even want to face myself, and I cried for days. You know, I curled up in the fetal position, and I cried. And I hadn't cried in years. And if I hadn't tried to kill myself many years ago and had a direct conversation with God as to why suicide is the ultimate sin and why suicide is the one thing you can't do, I might have I might have killed myself. I might have taken my own life out of shame and regret and the feeling that maybe I will never be fully fixed. <sighs> and God has a plan. And God pushes us forward. And it doesn't always feel great. And it's not always comfortable or convenient or easy. But it is something that is necessary if you want to evolve as a human. I mean, if you really, truly want to evolve into a more enlightened being, you need to have those pushes. You need to go through that process. And that's what I'm doing. I have a responsibility. And it's not about who's right and who's wrong and and who said what and who did this or that or it's about personal responsibility and taking the time to evolve as a human being so that you can better yourself for yourself for those around you that you love and for the world as a whole and I'm just praying I get through this I'm praying to the angels, I'm praying to the gods, I'm praying to Allah, I'm praying, I'm praying to Mother Nature to please, 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 please just offer me a bit of guidance and help push me through in order to become the, the human that I know I can be, so I can be a better Shiva man. And I can be strong, and I can be stable, and I can be powerful, and at the same time, I can be kind, I can be loving, and I can be here, completely present for myself and those around me. <laughs> maybe then, maybe then, maybe then. I'll actually be able to rest and sleep and relax and feel okay. More than okay. Feel good. Feel good as, 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 as a living being on this planet. And until that time, the journey continues. And the quest goes on. And now I shall set off on a motorcycle up a mountain to a place I'm staring at in the distance that looks like a combination of an avatar, an avatar structure, and an Ewok village. 
and I will go knowing that almost every thought I have will be consumed with the idea of this woman and seeing her again and being able to hug and apologize and be present with each other without any expectations or judgments without any insecurities or, or anger and we can just be at peace with each other right here and right now and that is an important chapter this is an important chapter in the evolution of the modern Shiva man Take the lessons you want from this. Leave the ones you don't. Give thanks for your existence. Be good to your body. Be good to your mind. Be good to others. If you have any questions, let me know. I'm available for you. Sending peace and sending love. January 1st, 2021. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the last episode of Real Talk Story for the remainder of the month um, until at least February. Uh, y'all are amazing. I hope to uh, hope to uh, see you on the other side. All right. Peace and love. Namaste.